Hello and welcome to Cutting to the Blood in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. Today we're going to talk about sewer monsters. Dum, dum, dum. Anyone want to look at this? No, because I only sent it to you by mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you didn't even know what the topic was, did you? Yep. <laughs> didn't have a clue. <laughs> right, well, sewer monsters, the evils that lurk between beneath our feet. Mm. I was watching a film about this. Not so long back, called oh. Alligator. No, oh, there you go. 80s. There's your research. See, it's an old eighties Psy- movie. Psychic Pete. Yeah, but it's not real. Well, I suppose there is truth in it in some well, sense. Well, we'll get into it. We'll yeah, get into this it. This one was like six meters long. Ah. <laughs> so it was like, no. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah. Anyway, sewers, obviously, not a pleasant place to be. Never fancied working down the sewer myself. I hear the money's good. No, I don't want to hack at a fatberg. Nah. Oh, fatbergs. We're not going to talk about fatbergs as such today, are we? It's all the creatures that lurk within. Mm. But could they be some of the causes of fatbergs? No, that's, no, the that's fat just us. We throw down there. No, thing. I mean like the fact that they almost mutate with all the nasties that uh. all these chemicals that get chucked down the sewers and such like has helped cause these slightly mutated sewer monsters. You're thinking of D&D, aren't you? No, I'm thinking of Alligator, the, the film. Gelatinous <laughs> blob. Gelatinous blob, yeah. yeah. No, I just think some people throw some fucking random shit down drains, right? So you can guarantee there's loads of random chemicals going through the drains at any one time. The sewers in this country, fucking I'm sure it was like the 1860s when we did the sewers in London properly. They were still using the Roman system. They extended. They had the great stink. It backed up the all of London. Oh. Everywhere in London stunk of shit. So all the sewers just could not take the volume. It was called the great stink. There was a few of them. Mm. Of course, it happened in a hot summer I, as well. I've heard about that before now. Yeah, and it it was through a heat wave. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? Yeah, they're actually under construction of the of a new sort of sewage system for London at the moment. I watched a program about it. Yeah. the BBC. On the BBC, oh, yeah. Auntie. So I stole the program from the BBC. <laughs> you <laughs> just took a bit of stealing on air, Claire. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. No. You borrowed it. Borrowed it, yeah. Borrowed it. I borrow the BBC sometimes. You watched it at your mother's house, didn't you? Yes. Let's start with some new and returning listeners: Brooklyn in New York, West Palm Beach, Florida, Santa Monica, California, mm. Alexandria in Egypt, Luxembourg in Luxembourg, Wake Forest in North Carolina. Yusong Gu in the Republic of Korea, I think. That's, I pronounced yeah. that right. Maybe you'll tell me. Tell me if I don't. Oh, don't want to tell me anyway, I'm sure. Birmingham in the UK. Royal Oak in Michigan. Lancaster, Ohio. Frankfurt and Maine. Bangalore, India. We've got the top ten here. Kennett, Missouri. Ashburn, Virginia. Guadalajara, Spain. And Belfast in the UK. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Reach out and touch the show. Someone messaged us the other day. Did they? Yeah. It was an American listener, but... Was it accidental? No, we, they said, we, we, we talked about Hooters a while back, and one, I think it was one of the weird news mm. shows, and he said that he mentioned Hooters. Mm. Yeah, we don't have them here, do we? No, so, he said that. Uh, I said that to him. Well, we have plenty of Hooters here, just not in a chain of... Not all contained in a chain of Alien Steakhouses. Is that what they are? I don't know, restaurants. Anyway, enough about tits. There's no tits in a sewer unless they've been cut off a dead prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry, sex worker. (laughs) (laughs) 
that makes that statement a whole lot better. Well, look, all right, Mike, you explain to me how else tits are going to get in a sewer. Anyway, well, if I was being removed from somebody... A woman could just go down the sewer. There could be fake tits. There could be boobs in yeah, the sewer. Prosthesis. I was just thinking, like, just... Just boobs on their own. Just boobs on their own. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, they would have to be removed from the yeah, Exactly, that's what I mean. So, more than likely, she is dead. Yeah. Unless she has had a mastectomy and the... A home mastectomy. Well, the hospital's flushed it down the toilet. And, and the hospital is not getting rid of its <laughs> clinical waste properly. I don't think Do you know it. what? That is a, probably a big fucking possibility that that well does happen. In Russia, they found a load of stillborn baby fetuses in oil drums buried, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. And do you know what? I, I've been reading about that, which is probably why that made me kind of make mm. that scenario in my head, because it, it does make well kind of sense. <laughs> anyway, moving off that. Yeah, boobs. Um, boobs. Let's go to the whole other world deep in the dark beneath our feet. As mankind goes about its daily business with throngs of people hurriedly churning back and forth and endless traffic zipping along on various errands, underground there is a dank, forgotten place that most people never give much thought. Vast, sprawling warrens of underground sewer systems, pipes and tunnels exist under all of our bustle. Murky, shadowy places full of blackness and silence secretly coexisting with the upper world of light and tireless human activity, i.e. pooping into it. <laughs> With all of the mutants living down there, the chuds. looking up. Chuds, cannibalistic Ch- humanoid underground dweller. What was that from? It's, it's an old B-movie from the 80s, Chud. Mm. But there's also Futurama, mm-hmm. where all the mutants live, don't they? They yeah. all live in the sewers. That's true. Yeah, so who knows what's down there? We don't. That's what I was picturing. So it's no surprise that such an innately spooky place as a sewer have long been a, the setting of a multitude of creepy tales and horror stories. However, what are the mysteries that exist there outside the world of fiction? There are things lurking within the dark, meandering sewers of the world that suggest there's more to these places than we may suspect. So let's have a look at some of the more mysterious alleged denizens of the Stygian depths of the world's sewers. Well, alligators are a fucking given, aren't they? Mm. We know this because, number one, they can quite happily take themselves into sewer systems. Mm -hmm. But number two, there was a lot of people that would fucking have them as little pets when they were babies because they're very cute. And they start getting a little bit big and a lot of people just flush them down the toilet. Yeah, it goes goes back to the 1930s, the the accounts do. So obviously alligators was a popular pet at that period. Mm. Uh, it's popular for families to buy baby alligators as pets, as Pete said, and the story typically goes that when they got too big to be properly cared for, they were flushed down the toilet or released in the sewer system, where they survived on a diet of rats, rubbish, or anything else they could get their teeth into. You really struggled not to say the American version then that's written on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> garbage. Garbage. After getting slagged off the other week for my Americanism, I decided that... I couldn't do it again. I thought it was just funny how you went. Rubbish. <laughs> you almost, you almost fell over. <laughs> but you know, that's quite. Fun. I didn't even look at that article, and I pretty nope. much said it word for word. So it must be true. It so, must be true. Did you receive a vision this week? I think I did. Or you've been, or you've logged into my Facebook Messenger and read all messages. Well, <laughs> I've got the telepathy working. That's what it is. It, do, it it comes every now and then. It does. And it will disappear for another four or five years, and then it will come back, and it will be a, another 
miraculous <laughs> I, prediction. Yeah, I think that, that yeah, prediction will do. <laughs> Over the years, fr- various frightening accounts report a frightening report surfaced of sewer workers coming across alligators lurking in the city's sewers. Sometimes the reports are embellished with details such as albino alligators, that are pretty cool. It's pretty but dark, don't Do you know it? what? There, there is, you can think there could be a lot of truth in that, in the sense that without sunlight, they might, the, the skin might the feel skin that pale. Wouldn't, would never have, because most things that live on... Yeah, but that takes millions of years of mutation. No, no, and, not so much that. Everything gets suntan. The sun reacts to all skins. Everything has a suntan to an extent, if that makes sense. Like your elephants and your and your rhinos, things like that. Let their skin as if their skin was fresh born, baby. I bet it's not quite like that. It gets darkened because of the sun, things like that over the years. It's just, I'd imagine there's things, there's creatures that don't get sunlight that are basically translucent, aren't they? Well, this is why I'm thinking. So is that not a possibility then that we could have some albino alligators? No, but that takes over successive generations. How long do alligators live? The breeding, I mean, okay. this could be a sixth generation alligator. Oh, it takes longer than that. Well, a lot longer than that, I think, yeah. But is it just because they're not, li- they're literally getting no sunlight that they're not getting the, is it the me- me- mel- melanin? Melanin. The melanin. Vitamin D. Whatever it is yeah. that creates that suntan in skin or whatever. Melatonin. Melatonin is, is in the skin. If they yeah. stayed under there for generations and generations and generations and eventually they get rid of it because. There's no need for it. Well, it'd be a bit like Gollum, wouldn't they? Like, what, scuttling around looking for rings? No, it, it, you, the vision would transform. You'd, you'd, they'd probably have bigger eyes, just like the fish that live down yeah. the deep. And it takes like a long that. time, though. And really. I know, it does. you're talking thousands and yeah. millions of years, but what I'm saying is, without any sun at all from birth, are these things just a slightly lighter shade because they're not as dark as a normal alligator you'd see. Well, what about another look, look at it is it's not like in the 30s the, or up to, up to probably the, the 70s that just all sorts of chemicals weren't getting flushed down there. There's that as Industrial well. Industrial waste, things like that, you know, chemicals. There, there is <laughs> a chance. Well, my dad worked at the Everready, they made batteries in, in, in the 50s, 60s, 70s. He used to throw all the chemicals out the back down a drain. Ooh. Yeah. There's no laws about it back then. All the excess acids and all that, down in a drum, down the yeah, back. That land can't be built on now for so many years. Well, they've only just built on it. It'll have been shut got 30, 40 years. Mm. 30 years at least. So that took them that long, the ground, I mean, you used to drink in a pub next to it. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a good chance that different chemicals could create mutations. There you go. There is a good chance of that. Yeah, if you look at Chernobyl now, they've got these frogs have turned exactly, black. Exactly, exactly. And that's 30, 30 years, isn't it? 1989? Yeah, but frogs' life cycle. A frog's life cycle is a lot quicker than alligator. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you're talking... Hey, what are they fucking? But you may be well, talking ten generations. I don't now. know, a frog. Maybe he's just splashed by bleach. Maybe he crawled underneath an outlet and someone poured a shit ton of bleach into and got died. He could have been as a as a as a youngling and yeah and but you do get al- like albinos. What is it? Albino or albino? Albino. You say albino. I say albino. Let's call the whole thing <laughs> off. So you do get them. 
in it, almost they're random every, sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah all almost creatures, every so. well, yeah. species. Now, they were also reporting that some of the alligators had somehow reached freakish sizes larger than normal, mm. and there were even stories of alleged mutant alligators that had developed abnormal colouring or other physical anomalies. Anomalies! Yeah, that. One of them was breathing fire. <laughs> now they're eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> And they got psychic. See you to the end, damn it! <laughs> if you think they've got no predators, in no, the, not at all. So in the wild, right? They're fighting for food with other things, yeah. So there's no fighting for an alligator in the sewer. For How anything. many rats are there were there in New York? Fucking it was one of the most rat-infested cities in the world, if not millions. Still is, isn't it? But they've got their they've got their absolute pick of. Any animal that they can eat within. Yeah. Well, possum, there's not much choice, and, is there? Well, there'd be rats possums, or dead possums, um, things like anything like that. The odd cat, the odd yeah, cat, yeah, yeah. odd dog, but the odd person maybe who knows. Mm-hmm. But with nobody else contending for that food, and with no predators whatsoever, they are they might well live to a good fucking age that and get very big and get huge because they've been allowed to feed and they've had that room to grow. Not much competition for food down there. I this guess, is my point. It, you know? This is my point. They, they, it's them. <laughs> they get pickings of everything. People come down there. Oh. <laughs> well, in 1959, a curious account is reported in the book *The World Beneath the City* by Robert Daly, which is a history of the development of utilities in New York oh, City. It's riveting. <laughs> One chapter of the book is entitled *Alligators in the Sewers* and stems from a series of interviews conducted a lot with long-time Commissioner of Sewers in New York, Teddy May. In the account, May explained that alligators have been sighted in the sewers since 1935 by sewer workers, but no one took such reports seriously at first. When the sightings continued and started truly spooking utility workers, May personally ventured into the sewers. It was there that May was startled to come across alligators of an average length of two feet. That's still pretty big. Seeing that the stories are indeed true, a campaign was launched to eradicate the animals with poisoning as well as flushing the alligators out to be shot by gun-toting hunters. They had to bring guns into it, didn't they? (laughs) (laughs) Land the free, Mike. (laughs) Not much else you're going to do against the gator, though, is there, really? Well, poison, isn't it? The yeah, he's just jumping there with a knife there, chest. <laughs> jump onto its back and start stabbing. Yeah. At least give the gator a chance. <laughs> if they're only two foot, I suppose, you've got a good chance of beating it. So Yeah, I mean, you might lose a leg at most. You'd have to nah. take two or three at the same time to make it fair. Like, come on, gators, <laughs> two knives in the water. <laughs> That big one's eyeing me. It's two and a half footies. I'll take him out first. In the account, May claimed that all of the sewer alligators had been wiped out by 1937, which is kind of sad. They weren't bothering anybody, were they? No, they didn't have to kill them, to be fair. They could have captured them and, and released them. Yeah, then again, it's difficult capturing a crocodile gator, isn't it? Oh, not really. But can I also say... Bit of cage, bit of food in it. Two feet, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Jobs are good. What about the freakishly mutant ones that are down there? There is a point here, though. It does say May claimed that all of the sewers have been wiped out. That's a lot of sewers for Yeah, he doesn't know for sure. My point is really what I'm trying to say. Any that have been released afterwards. Is that 
if they're already two foot, maybe they're the ones he saw, if they're starting to really freak out his workers, and they're coming back visibly shaken in maybe a state of shock, maybe ones. there were some bigger ones down there. Yeah. Well, because the little, you see a little two foot alligator, and the first time you might go, oh, fuck me, an alligator. But as long as you're up on the ledge, surely you're okay, aren't you? And a two foot alligator isn't going to pose much danger to a six foot. No, you just kick that thing in the face and... It, would, you know, it probably wouldn't come to you because it'd yeah. be a lot, it's a lot smaller than you and it, it's not stupid. So, you know, if they're getting legitimately freaked out, then surely maybe there's bigger ones. Mm. Maybe it's one of them cases where you're sprinting down the tunnel and it's fucking lumbering behind you. Filling the tunnel almost. Yeah. Modern day reports seem to further point to the reality of alligators in the sewers. On July 22nd, 2013, a live eight-foot-long alligator was pulled from a sewer near Central Park. <laughs> at Central Park. So that's right back smack bang in the yeah. middle of New York, basically, mm. isn't it? The alligator had allegedly long been preying on dogs, which prompted a hunt for it, culminating in its capture. The alligator was killed, and analysis of its stomach contents revealed the remains of at least two dogs, some rats, and a wristwatch. Fortunately, with no hands still attached to it. Because that had been digested. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like Captain Hooks. Nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> In 2010, an alligator measuring two feet long was found under a car near a sewer opening in Newton Avenue and 29th Street in the heart of Queens, New York. Surrounded by startled onlookers, an emergency service unit used a long pole and a noose to corral the creature into a cage and capture it. The animal was handed over to city animal care and control officers who sent it to a wildlife sanctuary. Oh, they said not shoot it. Yeah. Well, it does say in the next sentence that they made some lovely boots. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they did. It doesn't say that. <laughs> Richard Gentles stated that between two to four alligators or crocodiles are rescued in the city by his agency every year. It's not known how many of those statistical alligators were recovered from the sewers. So someone might have had him as a pet and let him go, mm. an illegal pet. Yeah. Because like when they're when they're really small, like alligators and crocodiles, they are quite cute and they just mm. sort of look like little little dragons, don't they? And I bet you know in a in a nice fish tank and that they'd look quite cute for a for a while, wouldn't they? Do you reckon you could domesticate a, a, a crocodile or an alligator? Well, if, if people are ditching them when they come to sort of like you know one foot. Two foot, whatever. You know. Could you? Could you? Could you no, I, I, think you're going to try. You're going to need a big. A big no, I don't want to try it. Yeah, you're going to need a big fish tank, aren't you? Yeah, you have to go in the bath, wouldn't you? Yeah, in the end it would, and then. <laughs> then I'd have to go in the toilet. Little Johnny's been up in the toilet a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, fucking alligator in the bath. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's called the death roll. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you ain't getting out of that now. <laughs> Quick, chuck the washing in. <laughs> That's made me think of a new Yo Mama joke. Yo Mama's so poor, she has to get an alligator to roll her washing in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> to death roll the washing. In yeah. the bathtub, yeah. I think we can take away from this, though. There may, there may or may not be giant alligators or albino ones lurking in the sewers, but we can all agree that there are alligators living in the sewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something we reported on, we can all agree on, that's factually accurate. Hey. Is that first? It might be. Might be. <laughs> Depends on your scale of truth accepting, I guess. 
No, it's, it's, it's definite, isn't it? Yeah. What's well, clear, it's, yeah. If you've not watched the film Alligator, guys, watch it. It's hilariously <laughs> great. I don't think any list will be complete with it. Strange sewer dwelling humanoids. Yeah. In 2008, the Daily Mail, so Vitton's uh, fourth most reputable paper. The least. Least most reputable little, paper, sorry. They were a little bit more reputable in 2008. No, they've always been shit. Yep. Well, yeah, of course they have. All, all newspapers are. Especially but. the Daily Mail. Proper fascist newspaper. It's either Princess Diana or something's going to kill you. That's all they have a fucking report on. Sewer workers... At Southern Waters Treatment Plant in Eastbourne, East Sussex, or in the UK, described being haunted by a strange humanoid figure said to look something like a zombie. Well, that's worrying. <laughs> it is a bit. A zombie outbreak in East Sussex. It was obviously put down. This is in 2008. <laughs> the figure reportedly would follow the workers around and occasionally laugh at them menacingly, which is, it's not obviously not a zombie. <laughs> So some bl- very mentally ill man or bro, <laughs> but some homeless guy who lives in the fucking creepy as fuck nonetheless. Mm. In addition, workers told of hearing mysterious muffled conversations emanating from behind tunnel walls. The creature allegedly scared the workers so much that they were afraid to enter the tunnels to work. See, a homeless person's a homeless person, but why are they describing it as a creature? Well, it could be a ghost. After persistent reports of the strange figure stalking workers, Mark Way, a sewage treatment worker, got permission from his bosses to hire a paranormal investigator to launch an investigation. Although no physical evidence of any such creature was found, the parapsychologist reported immediately feeling a strong presence and said there was definitely something unusual there. Well, that was well worth the money, wasn't it? <laughs> fucking hell. Could have hired me to go down and fucking <coughs> tell him that. Instead of hiring a psychic investigator, I might have sort of, I don't know, hired a team of international mercenaries to go down there. <laughs> hired the A-team. Yeah, but the thing is, with if, if there was like I don't know, half a dozen blokes, all kind of scared witless because they fucking encountered something, right, over a, sp- a space of a couple of months or something like that. Would you just hire, like, some fucking... I reported the police with the first thing mm-hmm. I'd do. This is my point. Would you just hire That's a ghost a... man to come and have a look? That's like, excuse no. me, local police force. Oh, yeah, we've got workers being scared by this bloke living in the tunnels. Can you... He could be dangerous. Can you send a couple of policemen down on a yeah. on one of our patrols with us, please? Why is he hiring? Why do you jump straight to paranormal investigator? That's my point. It's like you fucking go. You'd certainly have a good fuck. You'd, you'd right, right. Come on, Dave. Right, get get Bill. Right, where where get that, that pickaxe handle? Ted. Exactly. Right, everyone sells up. Right, Let, let's fucking go down yeah, there. Sewer, let's find this. These fucker. are sewer workers. They're supposed to be hard. It's only a zombie. That's what I mean. You get ten of you, go down. Unless, of course, there's like... He's just a scout and there's a horde of semi-intelligent zombies down there. Just make sure you can run faster than at least one of the other people you're with. (laughs) As long as you run faster than at least one of them, you're all right. (laughs) Got an interview on you with a fucking... In any kind of emergency situation. I'm fast as fuck so I'm not worried <laughs> fucking limp for Christie over here <laughs> minus fine. the lunchbox that's fine but yeah <laughs> fucking hell lunchbox it- Jesus Ooh. 
you know, just imagine how the fucking planes land, planes crash landed on water, started floating, put your life jackets on, the ramps going, Pete just fully inflates his on the plane, starts brain like a mating stag, charges down the thing, bumps him with one of the kids out the way and jumps at the slide first. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. Women and children first. This plane got sick, so changed into my tuxedo, damn it! <laughs> Someone find a violinist! <laughs> Another report of a strange sewer dwelling humanoid comes from an article by Michael Burke entitled Green Things Sparks Rumours in the New Valley Dispatch, March the 5th, 1981. The article describes a harrowing account of a small four foot humanoid creature said to look something half human and half dinosaur. It's <laughs> Bowser! Mario Brothers! It's one of the lizard people, isn't it? Yeah. It was seen emerging from a sewer in New Kensington, Pennsylvania. Of course it was. A group of youth allegedly chased the creature and one even managed to grab the thing's tail upon which it let a shrieking cry prompting the startled boy to let go. The dinosauroid humanoid then reportedly slipped away back into a sewer tunnel. Interestingly, the incident took place near Dixonville, Pennsylvania, where several miners were allegedly killed or went missing in 1944 due to an alleged alien creature said to be lurking in one of the mine shafts there. The monstrous, mysterious monster was said to lurk in the darkness and snatch away helpless, unhapless, sorry, unsuspecting miners now, whether this spooky story has any connection with the case of the Saurian humanoid or not, it is still a bizarre account in its own right. I'm guessing if I'm any ge- of these existed, it ain't the same one, because if a bunch of little kids took that one out, do you not think a couple of miners are going to be a bit a bit more savvy than a bunch of kids chasing after each other? Who thinks it's tail? the mining company not wanting to pay compensation to the workers for yeah. dying down there, oh. saying it's an alien creature. It's an alien creature. Snatched away old God. Snatched away old Ted last week. All we found were his eyes. And <laughs> <laughs> he's just been really reality squished by a big fucking bulb. Yeah, and they popped out of his skull. <laughs> <laughs> Look all we had left: his eyeballs. <laughs> Not to make light of such tragedy, old Ted. Or Ted's death. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I kind of call bullshit on that one. I just, I don't know. See, the first one, one a, four, a four foot tall, they're describing it, and, and when they're describing it, I can't remember what they, what word they used. Dinosauroid, humanoid. No, no, it was before that, like a menace. Uh, what, oh, the first one. Oh, he was like a zombie. A laughing gam. Just yeah. a mentally ill bloke, that, and he was living no, in no, the sewer. No, this one. It was a harrowing account. Of a small little four foot human on. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's a Halloween account of this 12 foot tall fucking beast with massive. No, it's four foot and it looks a little bit. Oh, it's hardly harrowing, is it? Because the kids chased it and pulled this his tail. My, this is my point. Did you think it's like a, I'm, I'm picturing like a mini Barney the dinosaur. That's kind of, Well, I'm, I'm always. Not Dino. With the face of a boy. Yoshi. Maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking more. Yoshi from Mario Brothers. Oh, you see him, but with a bit more humanoid to it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm picturing more of a human, but with 
With a tail? And a big T-Rex head. <laughs> I wanted to have little arms. <laughs> did you see that then, though? Did you see that when I said it? You know what I I wanted to have little arms and a tail. We'd just be a boy. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm half dinosaur. Maybe it's just some kid doing a dinosaur impression. Yeah. He doesn't want to do the dinosaur. He's got his arms in his sleeves. Duh. He fought them all. Well, I think we can probably sort of draw a line under that one that might be slightly more unlikely than the others so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Got that song on my head now. Everybody do the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> is that written for the film? We must do that as a movie pick one day, Superman the Opus. Because it's fucking terrible. I, I, never, made film, I never made it all the way through. It's mad I as fucking hell. I think it's a brilliant film. <laughs> Bob Hoskins was pissed as fuck all the way through. <laughs> yeah. What more could you. And he's visibly pissed as fuck all the way through as well. But, I like the There's concept. I love Bob Hoskins. Mm. I love Bob Hoskins. He's great, but he was he was an alco- raging alcoholic at this point. It was drunk all the time. But I think they did a good job of the film. I, th- I, I like enjoyed. It. You know what? what? I, I like it's... the look of the film. It's just the plot's terrible. Oh, the plot's not. Well, a... you know, I I don't know. Really I'm playing Street Fighter above my Super Mario Brothers. I, I like Street Fighter too. No, fuck. Yeah, Kylie Minogue in no, it. I loved it. Please. Street Fighter was awful. I loved Terrible. it. It had Kylie in it. I put it. I, I enjoy seeing a coked up Van Damme <laughs> with making no effort to do an American accent and barely remember his lines, stumble his way through a movie, while Raul Julia, while dying of cancer, gives one of his best fucking performances. It was one of the worst movies ever. Yeah, he's the only one that saves it somewhat from utter disaster. What film? Street Fighter. Yeah. Who? Oh, Julia. Oh, shit. And Bison. Bison. Mm. Yeah. No, he, he was brilliant in that, in all fairness. He was brilliant enough. And he was dying of stomach cancer while he was doing it. Yeah, bless him. He was like, no, he was great. Actually, he was great in the Adams family. He was brilliant. Mm. He made a brilliant... Festival. No, Festival's the brother. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Gomez. 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 I watched that Wednesday show recently. I should forget Quite good, that. actually, that, isn't yeah. it? It's all right. It's all right. I wasn't convinced by Gomez. No, I wasn't either. I but he good. grew on me. As it got, went through, yeah, it, he no, grew on me a little. What's her face as Morticia? Oh, oh my God, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Oh. oh she's not married to that fucking sponge anymore. The real, the real MVP of that show was the young Morticia in the flashback. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Mate, Catherine Zeta Jones now, mate. Oh. The girl, the young Morticia was pretty good too. Anyway, enough of our. You know, all the all the cast were great. No, weren't they? They were great. It's a really they were good fine. series in all fairness. It is a good she series. was very good, General Teague. She was good, isn't that? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let's move on to move off the Adams family. Return <laughs> to the UK though. The Black Swine of London. Black Swine, so it's a pig. Yes. A herd of pigs. In the eighteen hundreds, a bizarre story circulated around London that the sewers of Hampstead were home to a population of strange black pigs said to roam around in the filthy, slimy darkness. The story goes that a pregnant sow somehow made its way down into the sewers through a drain or some other opening where it got lost and subsisted on the constant influx of offal and rubbish. So, subsequently gave birth to and reared its young in the sewer and it is alleged the pigs multiplied there. It is said that the black pigs of the sewers became numerous and were known for their aggressiveness and ferocity. Pigs will go quite feral fairly quickly, won't mm. they? Yep. 
some sewer pigs. You don't, them, do you don't fucking be attacked by a group of sewer pigs. Heard of sewer pigs, no. See, pigs can get fucking big as well. They can, they're powerful animals. You think, I don't know, three, three, four hundred pounds, some of the big pigs, big well, males. Let's say, you've got, let's say you've got three, two hundred pound ones running down the bloody sewer yeah. at you. And they've or got... Out of, into, out of, into, out the tunnel at you. It's not going to go well for you. They've got very hard bites as well. Well, they'll go through bone like butter. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> they need to have they got the constant influx of offal? No, they? you're right, they wouldn't. But it's not something you want to bump into because they're feral as fuck. Mm. <laughs> Probably quite protective of their, mm-hmm. of their sewer land. Their territory, yeah. Get off my land! <laughs> Don't you know I am? I'm the Black Pig of Hampstead. <laughs> Hampstead Heath, man, he's had some fucking, he's had some shit going on around that area, and it all Hampstead area. Well, throughout the 19th century, reports of sightings of very large black pigs there they are, look. lurking in the sewers, propagating the stories to the point that became somewhat akin to London's own version of the alligators in the sewers of New York. <laughs> it's not quite New the same York threat. Gets alligators, yeah. we get pigs. <laughs> it's not quite the same threat, is it? Oh, bless us. <laughs> there were various accounts of the black swine of Hampstead, and a good number of Londoners at the time believed the creatures were down there. Not that unlikely. No. No. They are the kind of animals that could survive within sewers quite mm. happily. Oh, they'll eat anything, wouldn't they? They can live in shit and swill, no problem. They're probably black because of just the general filth they're covered in. They're, yeah, probably just full of human poo. Or over. black pigs themselves, whatever. Living in the sewers, I can believe it. In the Daily Telegraph, 10th of October, 1859, made mention of the sewer-dwelling black swine in an editorial which read, This London is an ama- this London is an amalgam of worlds within worlds, and the occurrence of every day, the occurrences of every day convince us there is not one of these worlds, but it has a special mysteries and its generic crimes. Exaggeration and ridicule often attached to the vastness of London, and the ignorance of its pentralia common to us who dwell within. It has been said that beasts of chase still roam in the verdant fastnesses of Grosvenor Square. Oh, you gotta, you got to love the, the way they used to write back then. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that there are undiscovered patches of primeval forest in Hyde Park and that Hampstead sewers shelter a monstrous breed of black swine which have propagated and run wild among the slimy feculents and whose ferocious snouts will one day uproot Highgate Archway while oh, they make Holloway intolerable with their grunting. Huh? I'm glad we do speak a little bit clearer. No. Do you? No. Well, I, I think like it's you beautiful. It's, it's, it's better than what we get today. Shit pigs roaming in sewers. That's all you get. I know what you mean, but... It's just they, they, they go around the reeking they do. shit, don't they? But it's... It is a beautiful way of wording things and it's gone now sadly. And I think but, and that's because it is just a bit of a you uh, find it a bit of a garble you know, when you're trying to talk. When you're trying to read it it's difficult nowadays to my modern eyes. It's yeah, bringing out the language to its fore. You're embellishing the language aren't you? You're, you're, this is what the English language yeah, used to be. You know, you, yeah. You're, He's showing off a language. He's showing it off, aren't he? Yeah. It's great. Showing off his intelligence more than anything. Look at all the big words I know. It's so descriptive. Will. 
day. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had any sightings, though. Coming in the 20th century, sightings of the Black Swan of London sewers faded into obscurity and is now considered to be mostly a largely forgotten urban legend. Yet it is still intriguing to think about whether these stories had their foundation in some grain of truth, as is often the case with many such supposed myths. They all got turned into bacon. Pretty much, probably, yeah. Over the course of time. Mm-hmm. Then they'd have expanded the sewers, wouldn't they? After those accounts, 1859. As soon as they started working on the sewers, they'd have just been like... There were the Roman stuff still, so it wasn't until the 1880s, 1890s we started actually redoing the sewers again. Yeah. As you said earlier, so maybe they were killed then. Or just run out of the sewers. Or run out of the sewers. They'd have just scarpered, wouldn't they? I don't think it's... Into beyond the, the realms of into the forest possibility that pigs got in the sewers. Yeah, oh, Hampstead, no. Hampstead's like full of forestry and shit. It was then. Yeah, exactly. So that's what they did. They might have just all run off into the forests and be wild pigs like wild pigs be. Who knows? What's next? What we got next? Sewer monsters. Sewer monster in North Carolina. <laughs> Recent one. In April 2000, I say recent, it was 2009, that's recent to me. 14 years ago, but yeah. The company Malfoy's Construction sent a surveillance camera into the sewer system beneath Cameron Village in Raleigh, North Carolina, in order to examine the infrastructure of the pipes. During their investigation, the camera came across something that no one had ever expected to encounter down there. Slimy, pulsating blobs attached to the wall, which appeared to be living organisms of some kind. The walls have turned to flesh. I think I've seen, I've seen this before. Isn't this Event Horizon? That's the blob, isn't it? I'm pretty much. I've seen. I'm sure I've seen this. Whether it was on YouTube or mm. something, I'm pretty sure I've seen this. The weird blobs were even seen to visibly react to the light of the camera, seeming to flinch and draw away from it. The story immediately became a sensation and the bizarre creatures were nicknamed the Cameron Village Sewer Blob. New stories ran with it and video footage of the grotesque blobs captured by the camera became insanely popular on YouTube. The internet was awash in discussion and debate as to the nature of the creatures with theories ranging from some kind of undiscovered animal to mutant monsters to aliens from another world. At first it was speculated the footage was even a hoax but Raleigh Public Works issued a statement officially acknowledging that indeed the footage was very real. Blobby, blobby, yeah, blobby. Yeah, I have, I have seen videos of it. I'm looking on... Oh, yeah. Seen, yeah, look here. There's a video here that I've, I've seen. You can go check this out on YouTube, then listen to pretty fairly quickly. Easy thing to type in. I just literally what put in, type in sewer blobs. Sewer blobs. It it's comes up. pinky, reddy colour, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What it is, it's worms. Although like it did fool everyone at first, we Raleigh Public, Raleigh Public Utilities are a loss to explain what the organisms were. Ed Buchanan, the Environment Coordinator of the Raleigh Public Utilities Department, at first claimed he had never seen anything like it in all of his time with the department and for that time. The mysterious slimy blob phenomenon of Cameron Village was a total enigma. One of the first theories was that the blobs was simply the colony of a colony of Byrozoans which are small animals that stick out tentacles to feed and retreat into small chews when disturbed. But that was disagreed with by Dr. Timothy S. Wood. He said, no, that's not them. These are clumps of annelid worms, almost certainly tuberficids, normally occurring in soil and sediment, 
especially at the bottom of edges of polluted streams. Sense. And they're coiling around each other. So it looks like the wall is surrounded by living flesh. Mm. They have like a... What's those eels that have that ooze that come, makes really th- all the water around it really thick? I have no idea. I don't, I don't, I don't know nothing about eels apart from their water snakes. Oh, I can't think what it's called. Doesn't matter. It's but, still disputed though, them worms. But are they? I believe yeah. those worms are similar to that. They like secrete a nasty sludgy, sludgy stuff, which is why it appears like a... A blob. Yeah. But it's just a, a mound of these They say worms. they can't see any individual worms on the video. They appear to be smooth. Hmm. Cysts or sacs that move and throb or pulsate. Don't they grab a bit, no? So maybe they're different to what other reports of these blobs mm. are then. I've tried to test them. Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, wouldn't, wouldn't you get a mm. stick and be like, Dissection, take it back to the lab and no, have it. No, I just do what everyone does in the aliens films and stick my unprotected face next to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this? Ah! Isn't that how highly trained biologists deal with things? I believe so. It's, it's, it's like the first thing you're trained in, I believe. <laughs> Stick your face right up close, have a sniff. You <laughs> lick it. <laughs> Giant rats in Tehran, Iran. I've seen, I've seen these motherfuckers. These are well true. Very much so. Well, several reports of Tehran and Iran have described supersized rats emerging in the sewers to roam the streets, with some specimens claimed up to be 11 pounds. That's pretty heavy. It has been speculated that winter snows raise the water levels of the sewers and flush the creatures out. Not only are they huge, they also exhibit allegedly unusual physical characteristics. Tehran City Council Environment Advisor Ishmael Karam told an Iranian website that the rats seem to be mutated, possibly from chemicals in the sewers. To quote him, they are now bigger and look different. These are changes that normally take millions of years of evolution. They've jumped from 60 grams to 5 kilos and cats are no smaller than them. Cool. I'm looking at some images now. Honestly, some of them are fucking huge. That's a small dog. Well, you know what I mean? Claire, your Frenchie ratters aren't yeah. putting up which of a fight against one of them. No, she'd shit herself to rhyme to run away. <laughs> <laughs> this one as well. There's loads, yeah. mate. Loads. They're but huge. Yeah, at least you're talking from tail to tip, four or five foot. Some Isn't of the teeth in the fucker? That ain't normal, is it? That's small. That's a small. That's one. small because you look at the size of his hand. No, I'm saying the teeth. That them teeth look human. Damn it, could have been sizes there, but them teeth look human. <laughs> they <laughs> no, look like, like a 1970s British person's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> According to an article in the Huff Po from April, 13, 23, April 3rd, 2013, a Dr. David Baker, laboratory animal te- veg- veterinarian at LSU, told <laughs> them... say vegetarian. <laughs> ...that he doubted that Tehran's rats were some kind of mutants. However, he insisted that even common types of rat can reach ridiculously large sizes yeah. under the right circumstances. And there are various types of giant rat around the world. So, not quite... Splinter. Well, you're not quite, quite splinter. Not quite splinter just yet. 
genetics will just play a, play a part in it and then after a while like this big rat guy is going to be like going oh I can't shag like the, the normal little rat so we'll have to look for a female rat that's about the same yeah. size won't he? And then goes around yeah. raping cats it was in London <laughs> <laughs> fuck me that's a big rat that was in London yeah, so it's all about the perspective that. though isn't it as well yeah yeah but I can look at his hands and see his hand his he the rat's head is bigger than his mm. fist what if he's got tiny hands Nah. Nah. Do what if he's Uncle Jack and it's always sunny in Philadelphia? America's always got everything bigger than everybody. So. No. There's loads of them. Like, honestly, it's it's got to be four and a half foot from tip to tail, easily. But this the head of this rat, it's it's bigger than this guy's fist. Well, where can oh. I see that, Pete? Because you'll just literally just type in, again, giant sewer rat. You'll go on images and you'll see all these images of all sorts of giant rats that have been found by people. George. Obviously, I'm sure there's a few doctored ones on here. Well, probably. <laughs> yeah. In the Black Plague, apparently, some some rats got to be able to carry off babies. Hmm. I could believe it, the size of them. The rats in Tehran are reportedly so large they have locals in a panic. In response to this, it has been reported that Tehran has actually hired teams of men armed with sniper rifles with infrared scopes to hunt down and exterminate the Rolands. Oh, poor Roland! Rat patrol! The thing is, right, have you ever seen what rats do if they want to attack you? They like, they proper lunge at you. I've seen a few videos yeah. of rats lunging at people. And genuinely, what they'll do, they'll go through for the throat. Yeah, they do, It's their they instinct go the to go for the throat. Or the groin. So could you groin imagine... A, a groin on a human because it's easier height for them. Well, you imagine a rat that's normally, what, 500 grams, so a pound, just over a pound weight kind of size. One of them could jump up and catch you in the thigh, knee, groin area, yeah? Mm. What about one that's 12 pound? Yeah, that's, jump by, that's the throat then, yeah. That is 12 times bigger, 12 times greater leap if it's all kind of comparative. Obviously, the way gravity works, it probably wouldn't be comparative. I'm not getting into a discussion with a theoretical physics of a jumping rat. <laughs> <laughs> but, I bet you... It's I don't care, I'm not getting into a discussion with a... reach your throat, that's my point. Well, so we can reach your throat, but I'm not getting into, I'm not getting into fucking angles and directions of movement and time equals movement divided by speed. Well, I wasn't going to go into it that... that I think like Ninja Warrior... Your blackboard out, Professor. <laughs> Go in I the think, college. I think like Ninja Warrior, they just run up, like, running up the wall. They run up your legs. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's far Ninja Rats. Ninja Rats. They're not far off, basically, some of them fuckers, are they? Well, like, well... Villains in a rat coat. <laughs> what? Ninjas in a rat coat. Villains. 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 Roland power. <laughs> Why are you saying that they're villains? Those are the rats on good splinters, all right? He was a... Everything people throw St. Pete says. <laughs> oh, right. Well, maybe they're criminals. <laughs> you think a two-foot rat? What if, what if they're killing pedos? <laughs> Is that all right? Train them. Train them up to kill pedos. To the scented... Oh, ah, I've got it. That's the punishment for paedophiles then. Stick their... Fill their pockets full of cheese so the giant rats will be attracted to them. <laughs> Push them down the sewer. Yeah, pretty much. And if, if the rats don't get them, the pigs will. If the pigs don't get them, the alligators will. Okay, if the alligators don't get them, the weird, creepy, zombie human will have it. Yep. 
Fuck it, let's put it on TV and it'll be just like... But the Running Man! Running man. <laughs> it's the monsters! The Running Man, just with pedos only, like, that'd be quite good actually, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, the Running Man was criminal, bad criminals, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, the guys were sentenced to death. Oh, well, um, Giant Spiders of Tokyo, I kind of want to sing that. Oh, I really... Giant Spiders oh, of Tokyo! Oh. Even thinking about giant spiders makes me shiver. I fully agree. I believe that Tokyo sewers should be cleansed with fire. 100%. If there's even any slight hint of a chance yeah. that giant spiders nuke it. <laughs> no, no, no! 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 Napalm the sewers! No! No! Oh, shit! Uh, Just cleanse your fire! Okay. Just flush some flames down it! <laughs> oh, shit. Tokyo already has had its share of giant sewer animals in the form of giant rats that are said to inhabit various underground passages beneath the city. However, enormous rats might not be the only spooky creature to lurk in Tokyo's sewers. In the 1970s, Tokyo sewer workers came across a rather bizarre find along one sewer tunnel. While walking through one area, one of the workers felt his foot brush up against something unusual. Upon feeling his leg to see what it was, his hand came away covered in thick spider webs, much to his surprise and horror. Upon illuminating and investigating the site, workers described seeing a vast web that hugged the ground and covered an area of several square metres. Catching all the rats, I'm guessing. The web was littered with the numerous desiccated corpses, so decaying and eaten and shriveled corpses, of cockroaches as well as full-grown rats. Further investigation revealed a tunnel-like opening within a pile of refuse in the corner of the tunnel that allegedly measured at least 25 centimetres, about 10 inches in diameter. That's pretty big. The actual occupant of the web was never seen, and perhaps understandably shaken workers did not intend to stick around to see it, either as they opting to leave. Mm. And I would have done that too. Yep. I'm just kind of getting pictures of Shelob from yeah. Lord of the Rings. The one in the picture on the article is big enough. <laughs> fuck that. Even if that is just perspective, fuck that. <laughs> the account seems to describe perhaps the web of some sort of funnel web spider, although apparently much larger than any currently known to exist. It would be interesting though if the reporters believed just how big the mysterious spider this web truly was. So yes, so that one's a bit more of a just a pure speculation. It is. I mean, it could have been a shit ton of funnel web spiders. That's yeah. what I was thinking. But that gap in the thing's pretty big, isn't it? Strange place for him to be there in a sewer. Mm, maybe he got some yeah, mutant mutant substances. Yeah, chemicals. Mm. I think. Lastly, as an honourable mention, we have to mention my personal favourite sewing dwelling monsters: the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're not monsters. Well, they kind of are, Claire. They're, they're giant humanoid turtles. By conventional, by conventional like description, yeah, they're monsters. They'll fit in, do they? People be chanting things at them. You wouldn't fit in with them. Well, no, I wouldn't fit in with them either. <laughs> You're not I, cool enough. I, 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 <laughs> I'm like not saying that they're my favourites. I'm just saying. Just, I don't think they're monsters. You've got to be classed as a monster. You've got to be scary. I don't think they're scary. They're scary to the guys they beat up. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, imagine, like, you're... Like, let's put yourself in their perspective. You're a mugger. You're a footman. 
Or, you're just a mugger. Just, you know, not even a footman. You know what you're dealing with as a footman. You know that those turtles are there. Mm. You're average New York mugger. That's what they were called, wasn't it? They were just I footmen. I think so, yeah. Those, all those ninja drones you just got beat up all the time. And you're like, all of a sudden, this fucking, like, four turtles jump out of the darkness at you and beat the shit out of you. You're and a big bit. giant rat in the shadows watching along. Standing there going, mm, well done. <laughs> well done, my students. They're <laughs> just kicking the shit out of me. Alright, maybe. Either way, I'd like to think that they existed. Oh, they're great. I'd, no, like the chill. I'd chill with them. I'd, I'd, I'd share a pizza with Michelangelo. If you ever get the chance, watch Batman Beats the Turtles. Beats the Turtles. Oh, right. It's awesome. Is it a bit like Batman versus Predator? A little bit, except it's more like the, t- the, the turtles come to Gotham. And he fights them. It's like he beats the shit out of all of them. Really? <laughs> yeah, because he's Batman. He beats Superman, doesn't he? But then, then, he, then he starts, uh, he's just training Leonardo to be a leader and everything. It's cool. And they fight Shredder. And Batman, to be fair, beats the fuck out of Shredder until he does some, like, chi attack on him that Batman obviously can't do. But he still goes on to kick the shit out of all four turtles. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to watch it now, so... Thanks. Oh, it's really good. Genuinely, it's a great film. How long is it? I don't know, about an hour and a bit. Oh, is it? Yeah. Animated. Yeah, it's animated. Okay. The DC animated universe is much better than their actual film universe. Mm. But yeah, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, my favourites. April O'Neil was my favourite turtle. Oh yeah. She was she was a hot turtle. There's this really cool story now called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ronin, and Michelangelo's the only turtle left. All the others were killed by by Splinter. Spoilers. The Shredder, sorry. And he's the only one left. He's on a revenge mission. He's got all their weapons on him. Who? Michelangelo, who's the only survivor. He's the only one, Mikey. Yeah. He was always my favourite. And then he goes down a dark path. Mm. I didn't like him in the, you know, the, the movie. I mm. just thought they were a bit ripped. Oh, in the newer movies. <laughs> yeah. See, the original movies were brilliant. The first it's in the original, not the new one. The original yeah. three, they were brilliant. They were awful. Well, they were brilliant. awful, but brilliant. Mm. But yeah, I just thought they were a bit ripped and ugly in the in these newer films. The third one was a bit weird. They went back in time. And oh shit, yeah, I never saw that one. But one and two were really good because two they brought back the mutants, didn't they? In two, Bebop and Rocksteady. No, they weren't Bebop and Rocksteady. They were Rasher and Nasher. No, <laughs> no. Dasher, Prancer. It was a snapping <laughs> turtle and a. Wolf. Mm. Yeah, well. So, right. Sewer Monsters. That's Sewer Monsters. I'm in Ben. Thanks for listening. You can follow us. Do you have any fucked up facts? Oh, go on then. You can do them. <laughs> <laughs> you know you have any? Oh, go on then. Do you want some fucked up facts, anybody? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah, go on. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. We always like some fucked up facts. Theme tune then, please. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, facts. 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 The longest bout of the hiccups lasted for how long? Oh, oh years. years. Nick, years. years. Oh, 30 years. I thought it was about five. Nah, it like lifetime, I reckon. Like, pretty much, I reckon they died and they still have hiccups. Peter Wright, 68 years. Oh. Charles Osborne hiccuped an estimated 430 million times. Oh. What? Be like... <gasps> Kill me. <laughs> Kill me at the end of it, wouldn't you? They couldn't, he could not get rid of them whatsoever. Nothing. 
I don't know if he if it was his whole lifespan, but 68 years is a long time of it, isn't it? Yeah. What a living nightmare. So I'd have to go to the doctor and say, what the fuck? You tried everything, wouldn't you? Anything? I think I saw him on a documentary. Mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw about him when he was still alive. Did he die? Did he say when he died? No. No. Just says it lasted 68 years. Because I'm... Poor bugger. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that would be nightmare. Right there is a museum of bad art in Somerville, Massachusetts. I have several exhibits there. <laughs> I was saying we could all have some there, couldn't we, yeah. if we wanted? It exhibits art too bad to be ignored. And they've got a picture of one of the exhibits... Which is Trump in a nappy. <laughs> but it's good though, isn't it? <laughs> it's not too bad, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's hideous to look at, but... Yeah. You wouldn't want it in your house. <laughs> <laughs> I want a hand on the door. <laughs> Just sit there, I can look at it. I'm a shit. Yeah. I'll fucking love to look at Trump whilst I take a shit. <laughs> well, you said that a Russian accent. Are you suggesting Russian collusion on American politics? Things <laughs> like, they like looking at Trump while they take a shit. <laughs> American pig dog. <laughs> no, you went to Iranian then. <laughs> Maybe that was the Iranian doing it as well. When a kidney transplant is done, doctors do not remove the excess kidney. No, just leave it there. Yeah. This means a bloke called Bjorn von Empel, who has received seven kidney transplants, has a total of nine kidneys. Look how she's floating around inside you. What the fuck's going on? Pure. Are you just fat? No, I'm full of kidneys. <laughs> the dude, that's just he's lazy. Why they all get all rotten and... I don't know. It must just shrivel away into like a little... A little I suppose like, if he lives with you, your kid is fucked anyway, it's shriveled up, hasn't it? So. Yeah, it just like turns into a little raisin and floats around. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he rattles if you shake him. God, it must be a bit shit though. Emily Kidneys, you. I mean, that's just tail the pub, tail the pub, innit? I, I bet you I've kidneys. got more kidneys than you have. <laughs> he shows him an x ray. <laughs> <laughs> the precious metals found in a year's worth of global electronic waste are worth $10 billion. The waste stuff, that's impressive. Yeah. They go through it, don't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's easier to recycle the gold at your mobile phone than it is to dig it out of the ground, isn't it? Yeah. I've seen documentaries of like people in India and Africa and stuff, and they they burn all the plastic, don't they? They get a pile of rubbish, burn the plastic off, and then they've got the the gold and the copper and whatever. It's obviously a really dangerous profession, and you. Inhaling toxic fumes. Don't get it's a profession. It's not a profession, is it? It is. It's a profession. It's a living. It's a Liz. They choose to go into. You know what I want to do when I leave school? Give them the careers advisor. I want to burn mobile phones and dig out the metal. That's what I want to do. It's a like ten dad, billion dollar industry. I tell you, my dad did, my granddad did, and they'll be dead by the time they were. I'll be dead by the time I was twenty, like them. <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose it is a profession. It's a, it's a very sad profession. Oh, no. it hey, there's worse. I've done worse for money. Well, why aren't the big companies like recycling them better? Because it's cheaper to do it that way. It's cheaper to let yeah let them do it, and no one films. cares. Yeah. So it bores them mm. too. Has anybody here eaten insects? No. Yep. I have eaten chocolate ants. Plenty of insects. 
driving and the odd fly and I, things. I, I, I've rode motorbikes for eight years. <laughs> yeah. I ate shitloads of insects. Well, the, the odd fly here and there, maybe. Mm. But no, I don't make a habit of having a deep fried cockroach. I have, I have tried a couple of grasshoppery things. Grasshoppers. <laughs> it might have been, it might have been grasshoppers. I can't remember. It was one of them edible ones, and it had buffalo wing flavour. Mm. Yeah. They were a bit weird. No. Chefs no. who cook with insects report that sova ants taste of lemongrass, Guatemalan flying ants taste of pork rinds, and water bugs taste like banana. I don't care if they do, I'm not eating <laughs> fucking insects. Yeah. Uh, we have to one day. Uh, no, not me. I'll, I'll turn to cannibalism before that happens. <laughs> You'll be eating cockroach burgers before you know it, my friend. What about the rats? Are they going to go have rat burger like in Demolition Man? Mm. Yeah, we've definitely got to go through that, that phase first. No, we'll be we fine. The it. planet won't die till we're dead. <laughs> uh, oh, so we, 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 we're all middle-aged. We're 40 now. Another 40 years left. Yeah. We won't see the worst of it. We're fine. Our kids will, though. You haven't got any. Sorry for you. <laughs> well, that's their own problem. They can deal with that. You might have kids. Yep. There's still time. There's still time... I just want to knock about when I'm 90, I want to. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, there's still time. I might do that. <laughs> Have a kid at 90. Just to spread your seed. Yeah. There you go, it's spread. Just impart as much of my wisdom as I can in the first 10 years. And then die. Yeah. And your kid's going to miss you forever. Well, it's it's gonna gonna be awesome. you've been trained to know that this day was coming. Every day could be my last day. <laughs> Come and spend the time with me. I'll educate you on everything you need to know. From my bed. <laughs> that's all I can do, you see yeah. in bed. Yeah. I'm 94 now. Feed me gin intravenously. <laughs> I thought you said jizz then. Feed me jizz intravenously. Jizz. what he said. Gin. Jizz, yeah. Don't impart your fantasies onto me. The fact, yeah. Australian slang terms for egg include bum nut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Butt nugget mm. and fart cartridge. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> G'day, mate. I got a fart cartridge for you. <laughs> Do you want a fried fart cartridge sandwich, mate? <laughs> See, butt nugget or they come with great what slang. Was the one? Bum nut. Bum nut. See, I've used both of those in different ways. I, I call people bum nuts or bum nugget and things like that. Well, if you're in Australia, you call them an egg and they'd look at you, yeah, yeah. Look at you for a second and then punch you. Oh, I often <laughs> like text like you or Lee, like, right, bum nugget, how's it going? Yeah. Or, uh, They've always got great slang. So it's like if for football, when a, a ball's kicked along the, the grass, we call it like a daisy cutter, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what the Australians call it? What? A worm burner. <laughs> so much better. Oh, mate, yeah. it's a worm burner. <laughs> yeah. Great slang words for oh, them. Oh, he took a worm burner right into the bottom <laughs> corner left. Oh, brilliant goal. <laughs> what do they call a goal? Just a goal. Goal's no, universal. It's a ball through the holy thing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just, just a goal. Goal's universal. Like McDonald's, goal is universal. You can always get a Big Mac, you always get a goal. Police in Chongqing, China, are training a squadron of drug-sniffing squirrels. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work, but fine. Oh, shit, there'll be loads of fucking smacked-up squirrels running mm. around Beijing soon. Squirrels Beijing. on coke, they're jacked as shit because they're working out. 
Oh shit, that's hilarious. That's just like pick up a rock of fucking crack and be like, "Ooh, this is a nice looking nut." Mm. <laughs> They'll be like, "Yeah, ninja squirrels running all over the place." Wouldn't the danger be that the squirrels just get the drugs and go off and bury them somewhere? Or sell well, them you to don't... children. <laughs> or sell them. Well, you suggest <laughs> the squirrels are participating in the child sex trade. No, not selling the children, selling the drugs to the children. Oh, right. They're like, I thought they were turning the drug money no, into, into a child sex trafficking organisation. No, they're not that bad. They're just selling crack to kids. God, they're not trafficking them. <laughs> just selling crack to them. Oh, well, they're still pretty bad. Nah, nothing in comparison. Innocent little squirrels, how could that be bad? Oh, Bjorn. Oh, look at you, cute squirrel. Oh, you got some crack for me. Oh, thank you, little squirrel. And then if you don't give him the $25, he scratches your face off. Uh, well, he's fair. I'll give him a fair price. <laughs> he's got a certain amount to come back with. He knows he's mutated. He's clever. He's like Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy. He's mutated now, is he? I'm guessing so. What, from the crack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know who painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel? Yes. My Uncle Dave. No. Oh. No, you want me to say Michelangelo, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Michelangelo is responsible for the painting of the Sistine Chapel, but his work would have been carried out by right. apprentices. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Under him. He'd have, he'd have done the design. Well, it hasn't even been and finished, then have... is it? I don't believe. Know. I don't. I believe it's not fully completed or something. Oh, no, technically, it was I've Michelangelo. Been, uh, it painting it still. I mean, no, it's, it's complete. Technically, it's Michelangelo. Yes, it is. Yeah. But he, at the time, he suffered from imposter syndrome. Right. I'm assuming that. I don't know what imposter syndrome. I know, is. but I'm assuming it is imposter. It means he he thought he was somebody else when doing it. I guess. Or someone claimed to be him. Does anyone know what that is? Imposter syndrome is when you. Believe you're somebody else. No, you don't. You don't believe you're someone else. You don't believe you're as good as everyone thinks you are. Ah, right. So you 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 almost become your own worst enemy. You can't paint to your best. Or... Yeah, yeah. The persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts mm. or skills. Yeah. So when Pearl had that couple of albums spell when they were bad, and he made it said that I've lost my I've lost my songwriting mojo, mm. and then he came back, that kind of thing. You lose your mojo, imposter syndrome. Sweet. You need confidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, your confidence goes. Confidence yeah. So maybe you've done a painting already and it's been criticised. You're like, oh shit, yeah, it's not that great. I could have done that different. And the next one, you're under pressure. Then I think a lot of people have that though. That you don't like you. I. You, you'll do something you'll be like oh I'm not happy with that and other people will be like that's fucking amazing what you want about it like, no no I could have done that a bit better yeah. and you're like no no that's perfect mate mm. I, I used to get it a lot when I, when I used to do my landscaping I'd do an overhaul of somebody's complete garden I wouldn't be happy with it but the owners would be fucking jumping around with joy because it was amazing exactly what they wanted but I'd be like yeah but that one little slab there could have been one millimetre more to the left and it would have been perfectly square. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But, and that's that's that kind of thing. Mm. Although it is, it's perfect, really. Yeah, you always it, see that tiniest little imperfection. With, with imposter syndrome, you know, it debilitates you. Yeah. It comes from within, imposter mm. syndrome does. Because usually everyone else around you knows you're good and thinks mm. you're good. So. Mm. Interesting. Learn something new every day. Yeah. 
Michelangelo, eh? Mm. Well, end so this who one. painted it? <laughs> well, it well was Michelangelo would have done some of it. He yeah. would have done the general design, and his apprentices would have. Yeah. See, I was always really gutted. Maybe he's done a bit of the colouring. I was gutted. I was to find out that Botticelli never did all the sculptures. He made some fantastic sculptures and fountains. But he just designed them. He and just the designed them. Let his apprentices do it. Because mm. if he'd have done it, it would have taken about eighty years to do each one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I suppose the main thing is, is the design, it his, isn't it? But it's yeah. his skill because he probably taught. He learned his skill. He'll it. go and help. He'll bring out the. You don't carve marble. You bring the form from within. You mm. visualize it, and they have a very peculiar way of looking at it. Something I can understand, but I quite like. I saw one the other day, a marble one. It was called the Veiled Lady, and it looks like this veil is over over a face. You can still see her facial features yeah. through it. It is just superb, mm. you know. And just thinking at how they how they did that yeah. back then, you know, why aren't we still doing things like that? You know, don't see a lot of marble marble artists. No, it's all moulded now, made it look like it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's sad. You see that that school in Florida banned its kids from studying Michelangelo's David mm. and fired the teacher responsible. Why? Because he's got his willy out? Yeah, pretty much. Didn't want their children exposed to filth. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, that's phenomenal, isn't it? Because of the, the, we're looking at this, this veiled lady. The way they've designed it. And it, because of the marble and the way the light goes through it, mm. it almost looks irid Iridescent, you know, sort of see a little bit see-through. Mm. Fab. Yeah. Translucent. Translucent, that's the one. Iridescent. Carving that out of marble, mm. man. What an amazing. I'd, I'd come skill. along and fuck up her nose, and I'd be like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have another piece of marble? <laughs> and we'll end on a very English fact. What? Does anyone know what the term bitch the pot is? Bitch the pot. Yeah, 19th century slang. No, no. I have no idea. Never heard it. Have a guess, bitch the pot. Do we do a sex? No. Uh, it's something <laughs> to do with cooking. Tea or yes, pull the tea. Is it? Yeah. Uh. Bitch the pot. Bitch the pot. Well, let's get the bitch to make uh, the tea, innit? I'll be that's... mother, sort of. Yeah, be mother. Remember that? Mm. I'll be mother, and then you pour the, you know, sort of mm. bitch the pot. Yeah, real slang that is. Right. Out there oh. slang for the day, I guess. Mm. And on that note, I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at Cutting the Bull of the PTA and on so sorry, I got it the wrong way around. It's Facebook is Cutting the Bull on the Poetry of the Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Seven Clouds and other podcasting platforms is Cutting the Bull in the PTA. YouTube's Apocalypse Bull. Tell us a message on Facebook. Whoop whoop. Follow us, like us, subscribe us. I've been Ben, don't do the favourite raid, don't join a call. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. I've been Claire, keep it open wide, but not so open that it spills out your ears. I've been Pete, if it does spill out your ears, just get a mop. <laughs> well, I'd be too stupid for that too, wouldn't it? <laughs>